Hello, this is your DM, Mike Fardy. Welcome to episode 1.5. This is just a little tutorial episode for people who have never really played Dungeons & Dragons before. We're so bad at explaining the rules, so this is just a little breakdown of how the game works. And we're doing it in a super meta and confusing way. So, uh, <laughs> good luck. Really, though, I, I hope this helps. And that is how I got arrested for being nude in a bakery the second time. What is bakery? That's a fascinating story, Yuri, but is that really why you called us in here? You said it was urgent. That was small talk and getting the conversation flowing. Only you do small talking. And that story was half an hour long. Fine then, straight to business. I've been pouring through the ancient tomes, trying to find clues to locations of lost wonders, as I'm known to do. When after three days straight of reading, I realized I wasn't reading old texts about magic items. I was learning the rules to a really fun game called Dungeons and Dragons. Did you just drift into more small talk? No, I called you here so we could play. It's great. You make up fake adventurers and you go on quests and fight monsters. This game sounds like real life. But there's no risk. And you can pretend to be someone totally different from yourself. Why us? Where are the others? Well, the others couldn't come. They got sucked into some deadly puzzle dungeon labyrinth by some cringy guy in a jester costume. Oh, we could have been a big hope in that. Listen, they'll be fine, probably. Let's just try it. You're going to love it. Well, how do we play? Well, I did my best to figure it out, but the rules are spread haphazardly through these 15 books. Oh, now you're speaking my language. Let me see those. Oh, okay. So I'll be your dungeon master. We have no master. No, of course not. You're in control. It's just my job to put challenges and characters and locations in front of you to inspire you towards adventure. I will beat game and become true master of dungeon. There's the spirit. Sort of. Okay, I finished the books. I think I grasp all the major rules. What? Uh, oh, okay. Well, great. So first, we'll need to roll up some characters. Way ahead of you. Here you go. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm playing a human bard... Named Nailin Pancakes Butterforp the Turd. My fake person is called Churi Hitchrigger. He is dwarf fighter. Why does he fight a dwarf? No, Bree, you are a dwarf. I will accept a new person as myself. Yuri, did you roll these stats randomly? Churi has a lot of 20s. Yep. So the stats tell you how good you are at things. 20 is the highest you can go, so I guess Churi's just a friggin' legend. Did you base these characters on anyone? Nope. Original IP, baby. Pancake has many low numbers. Yes, Yuri, it really looks like you made these up. Nalin here has a one in charisma. Here, let me re-roll these quickly. Hey, those took hours to make. Done. What the fuck? So, Bree, Yuri is going to describe scenarios, and we're going to tell him what we want to do. If you're trying to do something difficult, he might ask us to roll the 20-sided dice to find out how well we do it. Okay. I will roll dice with power and accuracy. Very good. Uh, okay, Yuri, take it away. Okay, so you walk into the town of Frothola. Smoke drifts lazily in the air. People mill about in conversation and trade. Small shops and houses line the cobblestone streets. Above the conversation, you hear a carnival barker. Contest! Contest for big strong dwarves! Money and admiration for ripped dwarfies! Bree is ripped dwarfie! Uh, I would like to do contest. All right, uh, we walk up to the barker. Why, hello there, travellers. My gosh, look at this strapping dwarf. 
How good of you to look after this sickly child you're with. Yes, yes. Are you mad with me? Stay in character. Would you like to do my big strong dwarf contest? Oh, uh, yes, I am a mighty dwarf fighter, and I would like to demonstrate my strength. Okay. Uh, he points at a big rock on the ground. Lift that. What kind of rock? Uh, you don't know. On my person paper, it says dwarves have stone cunning, so I can check history to know about rock work. Uh, okay, so roll history. High roll 16. Okay, uh, so this is a skill check. There are lots of skills, like perception for looking around and noticing things, stealth for sneaking, history is for remembering lore and past events, or in this case, the history of rocks. So you add these numbers from your history skill, and with stone cunning, that's a 22. It's a granite. Hmm, a true challenge. High lift. Roll a strength check. You have to beat the DC, which stands for difficult challenge. Difficulty class. Which is a number I make up in my head to determine how hard the task is. If you beat the number, you succeed. Uh, 10 plus strength is 15. You lift it. The barker cheers. You're the strongest, coolest dwarf I ever met. Could I try lifting it? Now. Oh. Uh, what is my prize? He gives you ten gold and a little kiss on the cheek. Oh, uh, what do you need us to do now? Well, there's rumors going around that someone's doing evil stuff in secret. But I don't know who. Hmm. I would like to use my uh, insight skill to see if he's lying. Oh, yes, I would like this as well. Well then, uh, can Bree assist me? That would give me advantage on the roll, so I could roll twice and choose the highest result. Uh, sure. Won't matter, I set this DC crazy high, so... That's a natural 20. Shit. That's the highest I can roll, so in many cases it's a guaranteed success. Reveal your secrets. Ah, okay. There's a bunch of goblins pretending to be the mayor. Take us to them. I can't. I would like to cast the spell Charm Person on him. He makes a wisdom saving throw, and if he fails, he treats us as a friend. Okay, so he rolls and adds his wisdom score... That's a five. He fails. He's our friend. Reveal your secrets, friend. Yes, uh, take us to this goblin mare, please. Okay, somehow I find your weakness and ugly face to be quite charming. Really, if I did something to you, you can just tell me. Come with me. He takes you to the town hall. It's surrounded by guards. Hmm, they probably won't just let us in. I look around for another way in. Okay, well, there's smoke in the air, and you have weak baby lungs, so roll with disadvantage. <sighs> okay, I guess. Uh, so I roll twice, and take the lower result. So that's an 18 and a 9. I take the 9. So with my bard skills, that's 27. Dear God! Bard's OP, I suppose. Okay, uh, you see an open window out of the sight of the guards. Well, Carnival Barker, thank you for your help. No problem, frail boy and true hero. We go through the window. Inside, you see the mayor standing behind a big wooden desk. High attack mayor. Uh, okay, roll initiative. The person with the highest number goes first in the combat. I have 18. Four. And the goblin mayor gets 10. Cherry is first. Uh, Cherry kill mayor. So roll an attack roll. Every character has an armor class. If you roll higher than that AC, you hit them. 16. That hits, go Cherry. So now roll your weapon's damage. The character will have hit points. When they run out of HP, they die. 
10 damage. Roar! You flex your gleaming abs and chop through the mayor with your axe. The mayor's robe falls away, revealing three goblins. <laughs> the one in the middle is cut in half, but the other two land on the ground, crossbows ready. It's their turn. They fire at Vela. Uh, I mean, Nailin. Not the dwarf right in front of them. Nope. Guess they sense that the human has the soul of a cinnamon bun thief. That's what this is about. I thought those were for everyone. That's a 15 and a natural 20. That's a critical hit for double damage. You take 30 damage as two crossbow bolts hit you in your fat, cinnamony face. I'm out of hit points, so I'm down. I will avenge you. The goblins try to run away. Oh, uh, they've left your space, Bree. In combat, you get to do movement, usually 30 feet, an action, like attack, sprint, use a skill, dodge, or disengage, a bonus action, which can be used for certain spells or extra attacks, and a reaction. In this case, you can use your reaction to swing at a creature, leaving your space because they didn't disengage. What? Roll an attack. 14. You hit! Hate damage. You kill another goblin. <laughs> what a legend. It's your turn, Valen. Okay, so I've been knocked unconscious. So I have to make a death save. If I roll over a 10, I pass. Under, I fail. I rolled a five, so that's one failure. If I fail three times, I die. And that's exactly what you deserve. Bree, your turn. I kill third goblin. Uh, 15 to hit, 10 damage. Aurora! <laughs> He's dead. You've done it. Valen, roll another death save. Oh, uh, that's a natural one. A critical failure. It's an automatic failure, and in death saves, it means I take two failures. I'm dead. Chari, run to Nalen and try to bring him back. It's too late. What are your last words? Any apologies you'd like to make? Chari, it was an honor doing battle with you. You must go on without me now. Become the hero you are clearly destined to be. I go on my own adventure now into the great beyond. The gods are cruel and petty. And then I go limp in your arms. I will miss you, Nalinda. Well, I got what I wanted. That's all for today. Now for the real challenge, scheduling our next session. If I make you more cinnamon buns, can my next character survive? We'll see. Well, I hope that helps explain a few things for you. We're pretty bad at explaining the rules, and there are a lot of rules, which honestly we have a tenuous grasp upon. If we do something in the game that you're super confused about and we don't explain what it is, talk to us on social media, at Wonder and Blunder. We'd love to explain why we ruled something a certain way or what our understanding of the rules are. It's a fun conversation, and one of the great parts of D&D is none of the rules are absolutely set in stone. So get at us. And as a little bonus, here's Kieran trying to yell no as Bree. No! <laughs> it's really hard to yell no. <laughs> okay. No! <laughs> <laughs>